We're in Hilchas Pesach and Simen Tov Mem Ches. We're still in the middle of Sif Gimel, the halachas of Chomet Sha'overlov HaPesach. So the Machaber says, V'imochro onosno le'enu Yehudi, shemichutz labayis kodem HaPesach. If you had Chomet in your house before Pesach and you sold it or gave it to a non-Jew outside of your house before Pesach, even though you know that when you sold it to this non-Jew, he is not going to touch it. He is going to hold on to it after, till after Pesach and then return it to you, sell it back to you. Still the halachi is mutter. The halachi is that it is still permissible. So, um, the Mishtaburah, first of all, already makes mention of the fact that selling something to a non-Jew is not a simple thing in halacha. Exactly at which point does the non-Jew acquire it? There are halachas of kinyanim when you're dealing with Jews and kinyanim when you're dealing with non-Jews. And we will see that the kinyanim with regard to non-Jews are complicated. There are various different opinions. Now, um, this is all if you sell it to a non-Jew. If you sell it to a Yisrael Mummer, you sell it to a non-observant Jew, the halachi is, first of all, it's usher after Pesach, because it was in the in the um, possession of a Jew over Pesach. You're over on Lifneivra, Losita, and Michshel, you're causing another Jew to stumble. What happens if you sold to a, a non-observant Jew thinking that it was permissible to sell, so uh, the Mishtabur brings that one could be makel in the case of Hefzid Maruba if it involves a great loss of money, and even there, not to actually benefit directly from it, you would switch this chametz with other chametz. Now, the Mechaber said here, outside of your house. The halach is that if you have a non-Jew's chametz in your house that you don't take responsibility for, Midrabanan, you have to build a mechitza around it, you have to put a separation up so that you don't accidentally eat it over Pesach. But in terms of it being in your possession, it is not considered yours because it belongs to a non-Jew. You do not have to remove it from your property in order for it not to be considered yours. Why over here, where you're selling it to a non-Jew, do we say that it's got to be a non-Jew out of the house? So there are different explanations. The first explanation is that of the Chalk Yaakov. He says that the issue we're dealing with here is simply the issue of Kenyan, how the non-Jew will acquire it. So he says the way the non-Jew acquires it is by taking it out of your house, and then you can actually return it. Um, however, the Mishtabura says that many achronim learn shot that here it's different. If you have the chametz that always belong to a non-Jew, so you have a non-Jewish neighbor and he occasionally keeps his chametz in your home and you take no responsibility for it, the halacha is that it is not yours you have no responsibility for it. There's no bal yiroa, bal yimatze. It is mutter to keep it that way on Pesach as long as you build a mechitza around it so you don't accidentally eat it. And after Pesach, it's total heter. If he gives it to you, you can use it. You can even eat it. Whereas, over here, we're talking about chametz that was initially yours. You're selling it over Pesach. You're selling it to him so that you will not be over on bal yiroa. We have um, a fear that if you leave it in your rishus, you, you leave it exactly where it always was, that it looks as if this is your own chametz, number one, and number two, there's an even greater fear that you're going to make use of it, even though when it comes to a non-Jew's chametz, generally a mechitz is sufficient. Here, because this chametz is yours, this was chametz that you were used to all the time, you constantly took food from it, we're afraid that over Pesach you'll forget yourself, Khalila, and have some of it too. Now, all this is l'chatchila. 
B'dieved, we hold that if you sold chametz, even though it remained in your property, your physical possession, but the non-Jew acquired it, if it was his, you're not over on Bal Yeroi. Now, what happens if a person's got a lot of chametz? So how is he going to give it to a non-Jew outside the home? If we're saying that l'chatchila, you're not to sell it to a non-Jew until you take it out of your actual possession, then what do we do when you have a lot of chametz? So the easiest thing is take your entire room out of your possession. And that is that you sell the non-Jew the room and it becomes the room of a non-Jew. Um, how does a non-Jew acquire a, a room? So this works with kesef or shtar, which is either he gives money for it, it could be a token amount of money, or a shtar, a document is written up. What if you're afraid to actually have him have a document because you're afraid that after Pesach he's not going to want to return it and he's going to want to keep a piece of your property at a bargain price? So what you can do is uh, make a condition with him that you only want to make a king in Kesef without writing a shtar. The reason why you have to stipulate is because some hold that a Kenyan Kesef without shtar does not work in the case of property since the normal way of selling property is to later record it in a document. I mean, who is going to buy a piece of real estate without getting the proper documentation? Um, consequently, um, the, the fact that the, you, you made a Kenyan Kesef is insufficient because everyone demands that a star come after. The only way the Kenyan Kesef would suffice in, under such circumstances if the, you explicitly stipulate beforehand, this time you're going to be cornered with Kesef and there will not be a document, there will not be a star. Now further, if he does acquire the room, you've got to give him the key to the room. Or you have to let him know where the key is or promise that you'll give him the key on demand. It is also to then go and lock the room in a way that the non-Jew will not be able to get in. In fact, um, if, uh, if uh, as soon as you sold it to him, you went and locked the room. At the time you actually sold it, you locked the room. That shows that you were never sincere in the first place and the Mechira does not take effect. You were over on Chametz, on Bal Yerah, Bal Yematzah, and after Pesach it is Osir Bahanah. What happens if it was not immediate, it was not at the time of the sale, but sometime later you went in and locked it? The halachi is that it is Mutter B'dieved. Similarly, if you put some kind of seal on it so the non-Jew would know if he walked in there, um, that too, you shouldn't do L'Chatchila. If you did it and it wasn't immediate at the time of the sale, the halachi is that your sale took place. The reason why... Um, um, why is it that you uh, that you're allowed uh, that, that if you put a seal it doesn't ruin it? Um, so the prima Godin brings down that if you uh, if you um, sell it to him for really cheap, then you're really not supposed to put a seal on it. But if you go ahead and sell it to him for for the full price, what you tell him is, listen, I don't know exactly what it's worth, and uh, after Pesach we'll sit down and make a cheshbon. For the time being, I would like you to uh, to um, give me some of the money up front. Uh, it's already yours from today. And after Pesach, we'll sit down and make a cheshbon. And then what happens after Pesach is you, you tell them, you know something, I'd like to buy it back. So that means that over Pesach, there was a need to keep all the chametz there, not because, it, not because it's yours, it belongs to him, it's because you're going to want to make an exact cheshbon. Um, so in such a case, the halachi is that you're actually allowed to put a seal on it so that you'll know any time that the non-Jew went and took the chametz. So all in all, we say that you're allowed to sell chametz to a non-Jew, you're not over Bal Yeroyah, in which case uh, it would not be chametz of a Pesach, after Pesach. However, um, it must be outside your home, and if it, you cannot physically have it out of your premises, you should actually sell the room to the non-Jew with kesef 
and and star or kesef alone if you make the tanai that there's not going to be a star. Um, and you should not keep it locked. The, the the key has to be available to him. You are allowed to put a seal on it in a way that anything he takes, you're going to be aware of, um, only if that is necessary in order to make an, a precise calculation of the value of it after Pesach, in case you didn't complete the evaluation before the, the uh, beforehand. Um, whereas, if you did a Mechira and you said, all I want you to pay for it is a small amount of money, you're supposed to leave it open, unlocked, no seal, let the non-Jew do what he wants, and after Bessel can try to negotiate rebuying it.